0: Hey friends, thank you so much for tuning into The Planter Podcast. It is yet another week that I get to sit down and speak with you guys. And if this is your first time listening to The Planter Podcast, welcome to The Planter Family. You're more than welcome to just sit down, chill, and relax. It's going to be a great episode this week, guys. Absolutely awesome episode. And this week, we are going to be talking about... How to have the faith that you will become the person God has called you to be. And you know this, I usually share or allow other people to share their stories in order for you to find yourself in their stories, relate to them, get hope, encouragement, wisdom, the faith to... Pursue whatever it is that God has called you to do, so basically to pursue your purpose. So on this week's episode, I'm going to be talking with Natasha Lampkin, and Natasha is the owner of Tashi. So let me tell you a little bit about Natasha. Natasha was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York, to a Trinidadian father and a Jamaican mother. Influenced by both cultures, the embedded idea that nothing in life comes easy was part of her upbringing. However, having the honor to be nurtured in a loving and hardworking family also cultivated in her a businesswoman that she is today. So learned early on that you must pursue your dreams in order to turn them into reality. With that, she needed faith and passion to see her through. This allowed her to accept the will of God's plan for her life. From becoming an FIT alumni to a runway commercial print model and then CEO and founder to a woman's wear clothing line named tashi tashi is a faith-driven brand that promotes modesty and fashion she strives to empower teach and motivate people through her brand now god has presented her with another opportunity to strive and empower women through this event all in all sewing and being a blessing to others is allowing her to constantly pursue her purpose for her life guys Natasha's story of how she became the founder um of tashi is it's a very interesting story. I'm going to just say that. It's very interesting because the way that God has directed her, um, it's so direct and just gives me hope and I hopefully gives you all hope that God is also doing the same for you. And I just want to say something that this is her story, right? So we're not going to be like, okay, well, she, God is not talking to me in the way that he's talking to her. Well, maybe God's not talking to me. That's not the case. This story is just here to encourage you that God definitely is on your side and you are going to get where you need to be and where he's destined you to be. All right. So you guys are really going to enjoy this. Um, I also wanted to say one other thing. Uh, The world has seen some really horrific things lately and just sad, especially this week um, or last week with Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain committing suicide. And all I would like to say is, if you are in need of somebody to talk to, if you feel that nobody around you is listening to you, please reach out to me. Um, you can reach out to me in my Instagram DMs at theplanter t h e p l a n n t r. You can find me on Facebook. I will respond. Please, um, if you are hurting, like, and you are considering that, and you feel that nobody is cares. I care, so don't hesitate. I will talk with you. I will pray with you. I'm not far removed from you guys. That's why I call you the planter family. And I know this didn't just start with Kate Spade and or with Anthony Bourdain. This is happening a lot and especially here in the US. But I think we always get like hyped in a way when it happens to people in power. But, you know, it doesn't even matter. (laughs) This is something that's happening in our country at disturbingly high rates. And even across the world, too. So, please, if you are in need of just somebody to talk to, reach out to me. And there's going to be no shame. There's not going to be any guilt or, you know, oh, but you, you know are a child of God. Why do you feel that way? No, nah, none of that. None of that. Life happens. And you just need people around you or to, for people to rally around you and support you and walk with you through this thing called life. So please, I'm more than willing to just talk with you and be there in whichever way that I can. But that will be the end of this introduction I will speak to you guys within the next few seconds, so stay tuned. Um, I would love to introduce you all to my guest, Natasha Lampkin. Hello, beautiful people. Oh my goodness, that's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so bright. Thank yes. you so much, Natasha, for coming on The Planter.
1: My pleasure, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yay. Okay, so
0: they've already kind of known who you are, but kind of fill us in. Tell us who you are and what you do.
1: Okay, so first and foremost, I am a child of the Most High God, a daughter of a king, who was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. Then I was called to be a CEO and founder of a women's wear contemporary clothing line named Tashi as you know (laughs) and through my brand i promote modesting fashion and incorporate teaches and practices of the christian faith in hopes to empower women internally and externally
0: awesome awesome
1: thank you so
0: we're definitely going to dive into your brand how you started, and all those things because i'm interested i know we've spoken about it before but it's such a cool story Um, that I think listeners would love to hear. And, you know, what we're really trying to do here is, or the topic which we're talking about is how to have the faith that you will become the person that God has called you to be. And I'm pretty sure you're going to get that sense through Natasha's story and how God has been leading her and is continuously leading her now to do what she's doing. So kind of tell us, how did you get into fashion?
1: Okay, well, that's, That's a very, very long story because um, I was always into fashion because I come from a family who taught me to always take pride in my appearance and the things that I wore. So um, fashion has always been a part of my life um, since a child. But fashion design, when I first decided that I wanted to become a fashion designer, was at the age of 15 Actually, no, it was right after my Sweet 16. And um, before I, um, before I entered my junior year in high school, I was just finishing off uh, school shopping. And I was kind of disappointed with how the jeans fit me, the jeans that I, um, that I had purchased because my shape, the, my body shape, I'm, I have a small waist and thick thighs and I wouldn't say big hips, but I, I'm shapely. You're a you know? slim thick, girl. Slim it's plank. all good. Slim thick. So, <laughs> so, you know, like, I didn't like how the, um, I didn't feel like the, the pants or the jeans that I purchased really cater to my body. So I was frustrated and I was just thinking to myself, like, oh my gosh, like, I really want to change that. And I picked up a pencil and a pad and I started sketching. And I knew how to draw because that was a talent that I always had. So I started sketching the outfits that I wanted to wear to go to school. And, you know, especially outfits that would cater to my body shape. And when I started sketching, I just felt like this love and passion to really do this. And when I did my research, I was just, you know, I had like this big revelation, like, oh my gosh, I can make this out of a career. I can become a fashion designer. So, um, that's how I got, that was, that was when I first loved fashion design. And, um, I mentioned that to my parents and the way that they helped to cultivate that, that passion of mine, they enrolled me to Saturday live programs at FIT while I was in high school. And, um, through that program, I got to strengthen my skills in, um, fashion drawing and sewing and, I decided to start my own little business in high school by designing girls' prom dresses, which they actually paid me to do. <laughs> so, you know, I always had, like, a an innate ability of um, being, like, business-minded and, um, and a knack for fashion as a child.
0: Wow. That's pretty cool. I was Thanks. like... So when you picked up the, like, when you started drawing the jeans for the first time, did you have any prior training to, like, how to sketch? Or you just, it just
1: kind of came naturally? No, it was a sketching. Drawing has been a natural talent that I always had. okay, Um, okay. Yeah, age of two, that's when my parents, they knew that I had a talent because I started sketching my um, Little Mermaid Mm -hmm. by looking at her. And, you know, they're like, okay, you're two years old and you're not tracing this. And you know how to like, like you understand like the elements of drawing and and body figures. And they were just amazed by it. So I always knew how to draw. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It's a natural talent that I had. So with me just starting to sketch, it was just like, you know, just a little hobby that I had, but I liked creating things. I love creating things. So um, that's when I decided I wanted to become a fashion designer and to pursue career. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So kind of walk us through
0: your journey to owning your own brand now, because this is the, like, the before, and you're like, okay, I want to be a fashion designer, but, like, what now was, like, the steps that you took that led you to own Tashi?
1: Wow. Okay, so... It's, it was a spiritual process because as you know, I, um, have my own modest clothing line that promotes the Christian faith at the same time. So I wasn't always modest (laughs) in the way that I was dressing. Um, I always had a relationship with God, but, um, I was still in and out the world around the time I decided I wanted to become a fashion designer. so. it was a spiritual journey that I had to go through. So, um, after actually I got saved at the age of 19. So that's how it all started. I got saved at the age of 19, but I was still in and out the world. But, um, at that time I was enrolled in FIT. I went to FIT. And after I graduated, I decided Okay, yeah, I'm gonna pursue fashion for a little bit, but I want to pursue my modeling career, right? So I went to the fashion industry for a little while and I, you know, I told myself, like while I'm still young, let me pursue modeling. And that's what I did. So when I pursued modeling, I was just getting a lot of gigs that um, didn't really glorify my body the way that I should have glorify my body as being a saved Christian. But, you know, my concept of modesty wasn't, it didn't, it didn't cultivate at that time. Because when I thought about modesty, I thought about the older women at the church with the big hats and the fascinators, you know, I didn't really understand what modesty was all about. So, um, you know, I was wearing certain things. I was doing certain gigs, like swim swimwear, um, swim shoots, swimsuits, and bikinis. Just wearing certain things that I wasn't supposed to wear, and lingerie shoots that I was I was doing. And um, you know, I was doing that for a while, and then um, for like, yeah, it was within three to, three to four years, my modeling career it um, skyrocketed. And I started to, uh, I started to star in commercials and, um, book bigger gigs. But when all these things were happening in my life, you know, I was fulfilled with it temporarily, you know, I was happy, but I wasn't completely fulfilled, you know? So I was just like reflecting and thinking like, why am I not? 100% happy with my life right now like what is the issue what is the problem you know all these good things are happening for me but I'm I still feel like something else is missing so I just came to God one day and I just asked him to help me with whatever is going on with me inside and uh he told me that I needed to give my life to him completely and that's what I did I told myself, okay, God, whatever you want me to do, I'm going to do it. I'm going to live this life. I'm going to be the Christian that you called me to be. So then after I just started to not have interest in certain things, you know, I started to dress differently. Um, I had told my modeling agent that I didn't want to book. I didn't want to do certain things. I didn't want her to book me for certain gigs. I wanted her to book me with things that aligned with my beliefs. And so, you know, I got less gigs, but she respected the way that I felt. So um, after all that, you know, I just started to feel like I needed to do more. And something in my spirit told me that I needed to go back into the fashion industry. And I'm just like, how? And you know, how is that gonna happen? Because like the experience that I have in fashion right now, like it's not like an extensive amount of experience in order for me to get like a certain job. So I was kind of puzzled when I heard that in my spirit, because you know, I did have a few clients that I was making custom outfits for while I was modeling. And um, you know, I had some experience being a assistant wardrobe stylist assistant wardrobe stylist, but that was it. And then God just told me, you know, just wait, you know, I- I'll show you. And that's what he did. Because the next day I got a call from a recruiter stating that um she had a job that she may that she feels that I'll be suited for. And it was in marketing for a big fashion company. And I couldn't believe how she got my information, but she apparently got my information while I was at FIT. So even though it was an entry level position, I was just like, okay, this is going to get me in—you know back into the fashion industry. So I took the position. And while I was at that job, I felt in my spirit that I needed to pursue a clothing line that promotes modesty in fashion and also incorporates the Christian faith. And that's when I was really like changing my whole wardrobe and everything like that. And I even changed my whole aesthetic um, when dealing with my clients. I didn't design certain things anymore. I made sure it aligned with my beliefs and my ideals. So, you know, my whole mindset had changed around that time. But when I felt in my spirit that I was supposed to pursue a fashion line, that was modest and incorporated the christian faith i was taken back by that because i'm like okay the only christian clothing line i know about is is like the christian clothing lines that have like the graphic tees with the scriptures on it so i'm like god i I don't like i don't really want to do that (laughs) to be honest with you you know like i don't know how that's gonna work so you know but god You know, he's such a good guy because he will show you and he will just he will just give you confirmation in knowing this is the journey and the path that you're supposed to be on. So um, when I had this conversation with God, you know, like, okay, I'm not going to do all these graphic tees with scriptures. You know, I'm more innovative than that. God had sent me my first confirmation. And the first confirmation I was browsing on YouTube. And I ran into this video by this swimwear designer named Jessica Ray, And she was doing a presentation of her clothing line. And her clothing line was a modest brand. And she was discussing how, you know, like the outfits that we're supposed to wear, it doesn't have to be itsy bitsy. And we were all made in his image. So I was pretty taken back by that. And I was like, okay, well, you know, that's interesting. This is my first time running into like a Christian designer that's, you know, like she's using her talent in a way where it's not cliche, you know, and it's outside of the box. So I was like, okay, God, I see, I see what you're trying to do. And then the second confirmation, it was right before I, um, I had to go to work. I was watching this interview. From, um, I think it was a 700 club. And they were interviewing this ex Victoria's Secret model named Kylie Busudi. And she was discussing how she left the modeling industry to pursue a Christian clothing line. And I was just so taken back by that because, you know, that was like, that was my story as well. You know, I left the modeling industry because, you know, it didn't align with my Christian faith. And, you know, I was really taken back by her whole story. You know, um, I I was still not 100% there, but I was taken back by it. And, um, you know, I I knew that was a confirmation for God. Then while I was the same day, while I'm writing to work, I got a message from one of my former co-workers. And she had messaged me and told me that, She decided to get baptized in the Catholic faith. And she told me that my words and my faith influenced her to make that decision. And she just went on, you know, just thanking me for like all her, all the encouragement that I gave her. And when I read that message, that's when I just started crying and tearing up. And I knew like this was the third confirmation from God and I had to pursue this clothing line. And that's when I said yes to 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 pursuing Tashi, owning the brand and just going forth with it.
0: And I, well, <laughs> first of all, thank you so much for um, sharing that with us and seeing and showing us kind of like how God, has been leading you through every step of the way I think when you told me I was like oh I love the the confirmation aspect especially because yeah it's something out of the norm that you haven't seen before and it was like just different things kept popping up to tell you that yo like this is really what I want you to do yeah. so I know it, it really encouraged me on when you were when you told me and I was like wow like I, yeah. I really want people to hear that um That even if something seems that is not what everybody else is doing, that if God is calling you to it, he's going to confirm it and then he's going to provide, you know, the resources, the people and all these things. Because it was it was like interesting, like people you had worked with like prior are the ones now contacting you and all these things like and that shows me also like your words and what your actions, they mean something that people are always watching.
1: Yeah, because God had to, and thank you so much, because God had to show me um, the three elements of pursuing this, this clothing line. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the main component was the ministry aspect of things. So that's what really touched me. And, um, you know, he he had me at that job for a good while, and then he told me to leave to really build Mm Tashi. Mm-hmm. Um, when
0: you left, did you have the resources and all those things or was it like you're just starting
1: fresh? It it was a leap of faith and I did not have any resources. I didn't have any savings. (laughs) You know, people were just looking at me crazy. My parents, you know, even the people at my job, they're like, okay, you're leaving to go pursue a clothing line a modest clothing line that's talking about Christianity, you know, and, you know, or circling around the Christian faith. And, you know, I got a lot of side eyes. I got a lot of like people who were just, you know, like they were just completely bewildered by the whole aspect of me pursuing that, that, um, you know, clothing line. And, um, I just knew that this was something that I had to do and God gave me the date. Dang. When, when I had to leave that job and I Dang. couldn't do it a day later or a mm. day before. And mm. I remember the date, I'm going to tell you, August 14, 2014. Wow. That's when he told me that I needed to get out of there. So. <laughs> yes. And, and, and I did. And, um, you know, it was a journey to like, you know, build and, um, to figure out things. And it's still a journey till this day. And um, my soft launch was another crazy, crazy moment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about that. You want to talk about it now? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So with my soft launch, <laughs> All right. All right. Like, go ahead. So when God told me to pursue Tashi, I didn't have any resources. I didn't know what to do, but I felt like I was just high like, in the sky, like, oh, yes, I'm about to do this, you know, uh-huh. I, I'm going, but I'm about to do it, so, um, but at the same moment, he wanted me to work for other companies, mm. so I can get, you know, a little bit more of the business aspects, because there are different facets concerning fashion companies, you know, you have marketing, production, merchandising, buying, so um, God wanted me to, wanted me to still work with, under, you know, underneath certain companies, so I can get a little bit more knowledge, right? So while I was doing that, um, it was around Christmas time. And um, I decided to make my cousin and my best friend, this skirt that I had in my mind. And um while I was making the skirt, Something told me that this can be a dual-purpose skirt. You can wear it as a cape or a skirt. Ooh. Okay. Let me see how this is gonna work, right? So, um, so I'm like, okay, all right. So, around Christmas time, I had um decided that I'm gonna make it into a dual-purpose skirt cape. Mm -hmm. When I gave it to them. They were excited and I video recorded everything, right? And I put that on Instagram. And when I put that on Instagram, there were people who messaged me stating that they wanted the same skirt, skirt cake. And I was just like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so I, you know, that's when I first started to build some clientele. Okay, all right. Yeah, so the dual mm-hmm. purpose skirt cape was my first product that I had um, for Tashi, and um, and that's how I marketed it like as a dual purpose skirt cape. So um, I got a lot of clients for that, and then there were people that were just telling me like, you need to make more stuff, you know, more things, and I'm like, okay, I'll make some more things, you know. God told me then after to make a um this romper that looks like a dress. So I was oh, like, okay. I that did it. People loved it. So I'm like, okay, this is starting something. <laughs> I'm like, all right, this is, this is like, I'm on a roll. Like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go forth and keep, keep making things. And then, um, my friend Tony, God rest her soul. Um, She had um, invited me to this pop-up shop from one of our church members. One of our church members had a pop-up shop and she had invited me to it. And the pop-up shop was like a soft launch for um, the church member. The pop-up shop was really, really, really successful. And um, Tony had mentioned to me that I needed to have a soft launch for Tashi. And I'm like, okay, how am I going to have a soft launch for Tashi when I know I need a certain amount of funds? um, I need to build a team. You know, like it was all these different questions that I had. And she was like, Natasha, you need to have a soft launch for Tashi. I'm telling you, that's what you need to do. So I prayed about it and i asked god i was like god if you really want me to do this if you really want me to have a soft launch for tashi then please provide the resources for me to do it and around this time it was like around what june like the yeah actually it was it was the ending of may that's when i had um decided that okay if you want me to do the soft launch just sh- then show me right after i prayed oh my god this is just so memorable um it just great so very emotional I, because i'm sitting on my my seat like <laughs> after you prayed mm-hmm. no okay so right after i prayed my mother out of nowhere just you know just came out of nowhere and just said this asked me natasha do you need money for Itachi? And oh, wow. I'm like, um, yeah. She was like, Do you need money to like to um build your business? I was like, Yes. Like, how did you know that? She was like, I'll give it to you. Wow. And you know, my father, they're a unit, so it's you know, it was my mother and my dad. So um, I'm like, she, she's like, How much do you need? I was like, Well, probably like, you know, a couple of thousands. <laughs> a couple <of> stacks, Ma. <laughs> a couple of stacks, mom. And she was like, Okay, I'll give it to you. <laughs> Dang. Like where Ooh. does this come from? Because like I wasn't gonna ask my parents, right, right. I wasn't gonna ask anyone because I was like, okay, like I'm just gonna pursue this. Like everyone else was just looking at me crazy. Like why did I leave my job? You know, and you know, like why did I, you know, started this whole clothing line? And you know, if I don't have enough resources, and then she just came to me and just handed me the money. So I'm like, okay, this is scary. Right. God. <laughs> Yeah. Like, okay, God, all right. So, you um, you, I have the money now. So what else? So now, like, you know, he gave me ideas of who to reach out to, to um, build a team, you know, and then you know to find a, a the venue for the soft launch, and to, he told me who to invite to the soft launch. Dang. Everything. You got Jesus on the main line. Yes, girl! Girl, Jesus
0: on the main
1: line, like... He is, like... Wow. He told me, like, every different area of this soft launch, with, wow. um, you know, like, the whole, like, building and, you know, execution of things. Like, he showed me everything. And I just couldn't believe it. I was just taken back by it because I only had two weeks. To do all of this. Cause he told me to um wait actually- two weeks from the time he he told you to do it to, yeah. to release it? Yes. 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 Wow. I'm telling you he told me that I needed to um to do the soft launch July fifth. And I was after fourth of July. Uh-huh. I was like, How am I gonna do this? How am I gonna do this? Wow. <laughs> the resources, the team, the people. I'm talking about the whole production and I was completely overwhelmed. You know, I had sleepless nights and everything, but God was pushing me through it because I needed to do it July 5th. No later, nothing, you know, no time earlier. You know, I did my marketing campaign shoot maybe within that week. You know, I found the photographer um, at church (laughs) unexpectedly and we did it within that week you know, me, with me being a professional model, I had my model friends, you know, who participated in the shoot. And then um, I found other models to help me as well. So, you know, like I, I had my marketing campaign shoot already done. I found the venue. Um, I found all the decorations and everything within those weeks. And then mm. if I didn't all the attendees and got so so much confirmation from that so um it was just it was just a miraculous event it was very stressful though in the process but it was very miraculous and um and it was all God it was
0: all God did you have to like create a whole new like line in those two weeks as well like
1: so completely yeah, new i had to add new pieces oh because i just had the romper and the dual purpose skirt cape so I had to add, um, I created a jumpsuit mm-hmm. that looks like a dress. And then, um, I had, um, a top that went with the skirt, the dual purpose skirt cape. And, um, that's the, it was a very small capsule collection. So, um, but I had effective. To, yeah. Very effective, <laughs> okay. very effective. And, you know, within the attendees, there were bloggers there as well. So, you know, um, I had people who blogged about the soft launch and everything. And it it was just crazy because like, you know, I knew God was, he was the one that set all these things up, especially the bloggers because they were invited last minute through my brother. He's in the industry. Okay. Yeah. He's a um, professional actor and he invited somebody, um, an hour before my event wow and, it came in, and they blogged about my whole fashion show so it was it was i was definitely amazed by everything dang yeah <laughs> so, i'm like
0: everybody probably like dang god like want to give me some dates too exactly. shoot where you want me to go <laughs> but you know that is just very unique to your story And I I, I wonder, like, you know, God was just so direct in telling you what he wanted, the dates. Why do you think that?
1: Because God, he is a very meticulous God. Mm So um, if he gives you certain instructions and dates and figures for you to go by, you're supposed to do it for a reason. Right. Because... With um, July 5th, I had to do it that day because the next day I had my um, church convention and it would have been too late because God had set something else up for me in August. So, mm. so mm-hmm. it would have been too late. Mm. And with me leaving um, my nine to five, August, I'm sorry, it was August 15 2014. So when I had to leave my nine to five, I found out that they um like a month after they um fired a whole bunch of people in my department so God already knew that something was going to happen right. and uh,
0: wow had- and and you can connect the
1: dots back
0: now because obviously before yeah. then you're just like I'm just trying to be obedient I'm just trying to do this you know but you didn't you obviously couldn't
1: see that ahead of time no that's wild. <laughs> yeah like even though there were so many people who were just looking at me like why the, are you doing this but i felt it in my spirit that i had to do it yeah. this day in this way and at this time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dang, yeah. <laughs> that's all i can keep saying dang like <laughs> wow it,
0: i don't know it definitely just shows the faithfulness and the goodness of god and i can like hear it in your voice and i know that you are just fulfilled you are yeah. just such a fulfilled person and just really walking out um, your purpose and just loving what you do. I mean, yeah. come on, you get to create all the time. To me, yeah. I think that's fun. I mean, I obviously the business aspects and all those things, like, yeah. um, it can be very tedious, but just mm. the ability that you can put your creativity out there like that yeah, and create and, a lifestyle with that, girl. And
1: inspire people in the process. Right. Biggest... It has purpose behind it. it has purpose, and yeah. I, and that's why I'm so passionate about Tasha because of the purpose aspect of things, you know, and in the testimonies that I get from from my um, my customers and the people who work with me. Like I get testimonies from people who are, you know, models and people who work with me on my team and um, my customers, so it, it's very impactful. Yeah. It's very impactful. Mm.
0: I see that I see how have you seen God stretch you through your journey and what has been the most memorable yeah let's try that again how have you seen God stretch you through your journey
1: well right now as I'm working on my business God is still allowing me to work for other people as well I am now an accessories buyer for Gap Inc. I work underneath their China market. And um, I'm also uh, one of the board of directors for this nonprofit organization called The Hope Defer. And, um, you know, with all these different um, endeavors, you know, it's been really stretching me because I'm operating my own business at the same time. And Tashi, you know, like, it's doing It's at a, you know, a good moderate pace. And, but, you know, when I'm making custom orders for people in the industry and, you know, making sure all my orders are fulfilled, it's like, it's, it's a lot going on, you know, with being accessories buyer and, you know, being accessories, being a buyer period, it's a lot of work, you know? So I have to make sure that with every different um, area that I, I give my hundred percent, So God is really shaping and molding me into becoming this person, this CEO, you know, um, you know, in order for me to manage an an empire like this. So, um, yeah.
0: And then what has been your most memorable challenge? And looking back, how do you think it prepared you?
1: Okay, so my most memorable challenge it, there's a lot of challenges I had to face with, um, with Tashi. And I, I feel that, um, all right, for right now, the most memorable will be like having people moved out of my life. You know, people who I considered friends or, you know, or what have you, like just having people just move out of my life. So, um, you know, like God had told me and mentioned to me, like, not everybody can go where you're going. You know, wherever I'm gonna take you, not everybody's gonna go with you. And, you know, I was pretty taken back by when, you know, he first gave me that revelation, but it's starting to happen now. So, um, and, you know, and he's preparing me for this because, you know, in order for me to become this person, and to, to go to the next level, I have to have a certain mindset. And maybe those people, you know, they're not living that, that way. And that can hinder me from my growth. So, like, that's the most memorable and the most challenging. Because, you know, it it can be a lonely process, you know, to, to go through that and and to, you know, to lose certain people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, that's, that's the most memorable challenges that I can... Um,
0: you know that i'm currently facing right now
1: got it got it
0: um and i like how you are talking about how god is stretching you especially because it shows that like what came to my mind when you said that was like like we've been saying that things don't happen so instantly you have to be prepared for things you know yeah. you're you're wearing all these different hats right now, and we were just having a conversation that you know all of these things are what you've been asking for. It's stretching you, but you've asked for these things. You asked to be able to like mentor um, women. Um, you asked to own your own company. You asked for a lot of these things, and they're happening. It's just the process to prepare you is stretching you, and you know I don't know. I find that kind of encouraging that. Also, as as God is still leading you and telling you what to do along the way, there's still going to be discomfort. It's
1: not, you know, a walk in the park. No, it's not. It's not it a really... walk in the park. And you have to, you just have to, like, let God do what he does, you know, like, even though it may be hurtful or disappointing, you know, you have to trust him in the process because, you know having people being moved out of your life, it's, I mean, it's, that's not an easy thing to go through. Right. Well, especially people that you found very dear to your heart, like, you know, like, okay, like this is, this is different, but you know, like you hear this from so many people who are successful, (laughs) you know, like there's, this is a part of their story as well. Like they, like friends, like they, they had to change you know, certain things. And it, it's just something that had to happen. Right. You know not deliberately but it's you know it just happened so um you know losing people are are part of the process too and i mean like not losing people but you know like just you know like it's just friendships like you know relationships like people who may not fully align with um with your lifestyle Mm -hmm. you know like they're not you know fully understanding of it and You know, God knows and he sees like, okay, this can hinder you from, you know, being this person. So I have to, like, separate you. What is like something that you feel that God is trying to teach you
0: currently? And then how do you stay motivated to go through the current lesson?
1: Well, I think God is trying to teach me to be more dependent on him with everything that I do, with my decision making, with um, this whole process that I'm going on because, um, you know, not too long ago, just last year, I was just, um, you know, getting out of a, a situation where I felt defeated. You know, I had, I had just relaunched my, um, my website and I was getting so much, like, different people reaching out to me wanting to collaborate I'm talking about celebrities and television productions, but all those things fell through and, and it was, and it, it it caught me off guard and God had to show me it's because I wasn't spiritually prepared and no spiritually meant and mentally prepared for the magnitude of blessings that would have came with that. Mm. So, um, with that lesson, I had learned like, okay, I definitely have to be more dependent on him and, you know, follow his teachings and his wisdom. So, um, and you know, that that's what's, you know, keep me, keeps me motivated because, you know, just focusing on, on the, um, the per being purposeful and just making sure that I'm aligning with the way that God wants me to um, to operate this business and this ministry. So and that is how I'm motivated. That's
0: interesting. Um, I think it's interesting that you said to depend more on Him because to me, I'm I'm hearing your story and I'm like, it sounds like you were depending on Him for absolutely everything. But yeah. what that also showed me was there's levels to this. <laughs> yeah um there there's levels like you may have reached one level but there's there's continuous levels to just the building the relationship with god mm-hmm. and just walking with him because i'm just like that's wow like, yeah that's, that's
1: wild. And had, yeah and he had to teach me to be more humble dang really you yeah, sound he, pretty he, humble to me thank you oh. no, he had to, <laughs> you know there was you know Right after my soft launch, there was a time where, you know, there was a big wave for Tashi, mm-hmm. you know, with uh, certain collaborations that I did that um, sparked a lot of of um, of um, increase, and you know, I was just like, wow, like this is amazing. I'm so taken back by it, but I got caught up. I got caught up with everything and um, when all these good things kept happening back to back back to back I was so ingrained with um, the business aspect of things and I wasn't um, catering my time to the spiritual aspect of things so God had to reel me back in like you need to calm down and you need to focus because the spiritual aspect of things that's the most important because I can give you all these things, but you have to be ready. You are promoting a clothing line that has a Christian aspects and, and and the beliefs. And you cannot do that if your heart is not fully pure. You know, so um, I had to really, it was like a, a, a big reflection for me, like just looking at myself in the mirror, like, okay, you need to be more humble and, you yes god can give you all these good things all these material you know attributes but you have to really really focus on the spirituality of the spirituality aspect of things so yeah
0: hmm. oh, there was something that i was about to say <laughs> and now i forgot what was i going to say um oh no wait hold on <laughs> <laughs> it can't slip me. Oh, this is what I was going to say. Okay. Yeah. So I just want to make like a point with what you just said in the sense of this applies for everybody. Um, the humbleness and, and really the character building and the spiritual aspect. It doesn't matter what business you're trying to do. I know we're talking about a fashion line, especially a Christian based fashion line, but it doesn't matter if you are uh, a marketer. Or, um, you know, you are an entrepreneur doing some other thing, whatever the whatever the case may be. I, I like that you said the spiritual aspect is the most important part. And I think a lot of the conversations that I've been having lately is about um, how God is like preparing you for your process. And look at this, like having faith that God is going to lead you to where you need to be. It's that character building because the thing is, a lot of people we can we can look at a lot of people and be like, oh my gosh, they have so many things, but they don't have some of them might not have the character to like hold, like up uh, hold on to those things and 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 get their businesses or get their platforms to higher levels and then it, it begins to crumble because like you said, they're not mentally um, or spiritually ready or even physically ready. So all of these things are processes or things that God is developing in us. He's developing character. Um I was reading a, um, a quote by Stephen Furtick, and I I know I'm not going to quote it all the way correct, but it was basically like um want to be leaders don't walk into the leaderships not because of they're not competent, but because they don't have the character to um to walk in that leadership basically.
1: Yeah.
0: So God be caring about that character, man. And you've been thinking you're good. That's the thing about processes. Like and,
1: you think you're good, <laughs> but he's like, no Down inside, that I needed to, like, it, there were certain things that were that were lacking when business started to um, roll. You know, it started rolling, and mm-hmm. I knew, like, deep deep down inside, okay, Tosh, you need to, like, you know you know, make sure you have more time for God, you know, make sure you pray to Jesus, you know, like, yeah, all these things is happening, but you should make sure that you have more time for that. And God, it, you know, like with that time last year, when all those collaborations just fell through, I was so devastated. All I'm right. like, what's going on? That's like, you know, yeah. I, was, I was on a roll, you know, like don't you want Tashi to blow up God? <laughs> that's you, know, right. that's, You know, but it's like, God is just like, no, you can't think like that because, you know, all right, there's a scripture, you know, and it's, and it goes like this. The more things are, I know it's the more things that are asked for of you, the more of yeah, I know what you're talking about. Jesus said it. (laughs) I don't want to misquote it, but uh, yeah, like you know, the more things that are acquired of you, the more um, responsibilities that comes with it. We got you. Yep. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry. You know, for not. No, you're (laughs) good. The quote fully, Mm -hmm. but um, you know, so that's what it was like. You know, like I'm asking for this, but there's a process to all of these things, and. I can't just want to have like a microwavable, you know, um, you know, um, gift or, you know, things that I could, I could just have fast and, you know, like, no, like you need to like work on yourself first in order for you to make sure that you know how to manage these gifts so it won't exactly. go away. Yeah. You have to know how to manage these things in a, in the, with the right character and integrity, so um right yeah right it's i believe to whom much is given much is required yeah to whom much is given much is
0: required amen yeah. yes thank yeah. you so much <laughs> and yeah i'm t- look that is something that has really been drilling in my head um and the idea that nothing that you are going after is micro like it doesn't come like as fast as a microwave like microwave in mm-hmm. food Nothing that's that's going to be standing for a long period of time, at least. Yeah. Because we can get so caught up in, oh, so-and-so is doing this, and they look like they're doing so much better than me. But it's like, do they have the character? I'm telling you, man, my friend Essie taught me that character. Like, you know, God be putting you through situations to build up your character. And also, he wants you to have things that are long-lasting. So, mm-hmm. For example, like, I'm reading into, like, how to invest in penny stocks now. And my friend gave me this resource um, about this guy who is teaching people and he's been doing this for 15 years and he's made $4.7 million or about, or a little bit more than that doing this. But that took time. Or I was listening to uh, another financial podcast, Clever Girl Knows. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, girl, look, I if you there. I'm, I'm shouting you out because I love that podcast. It's so lit. <laughs> and yeah, she... Interviewed this woman her name was Adela, and she Has like money now, right? She got like mad buku money and Mm -hmm. but before 15 or even 16 years ago, it was 18 years ago. She had negative assets She didn't have nothing to her name. She was using credit cards for everything But it took her 15 plus years to build a multi-million dollar not even just business but lifestyle Wow, it took time you get know yeah. what I'm saying? It took effort, it took work. And sometimes we just get so caught up in, you know, Instagram and all the lies. They lies. They lie. Somebody was out here telling me that people were posting or that he knows people and apparently I know them too, but he didn't give me no names. Nah. He <laughs> said to me that people are, are posting photos of like them going on trips, but the trips were like a year ago. But they're trying to make it seem like it was today. But when he talks to them, they're suffering.
1: Yeah, like oh, it's like it's like a clown, you know, like you know, a clown. is, You know, his face is all made up, you know, looking all happy, and then but deep down inside, the clown can be, Heartened. the saddest clown right in the world. You know, like you know that movie. It. Oh, I didn't watch that. Mm-mm. That was a long, no, I don't. I don't watch those type of movies anymore but you know like basically like you can be all made up being all happy and just like you know like just showing the world that you know you have all these things going on but deep down inside you can be dying yeah you're suffering through depression
0: you're True. suffering through so many things yeah it's 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 real this life it is Super duper real, that, and, and you know that also relates back to all the deaths that we've seen this week, um, with not- Anthony Bourdain and Kate Spade. It's
1: yeah, I was real. I was so sad to hear about Kate Spade because I actually was um a merchandising assistant oh. for the brand mm. a few years back. So you know, um, I was like, hmm. I was very taken back by that news. Right. Heard about it. Yeah, it's- and that. And that comes to show you like just because you have a certain level of success, of fame, and fortune, it doesn't equate to happiness. Peace. Yes. It doesn't equate Shoot. to happiness at all. So um, you know, like whatever the world views and standards of success may not be God's views. Right. So you have to right. always keep that in mind as well. Right.
0: And I was talking to my friends about it. And I was like, that's why the Bible says pursue peace. I really be trying to take apart my Bible, like the words and the phrases to understand, because it says pursue peace. When you pursue something, you're running after something like you are taking hold of that thing. You have to protect it. You Mm -hmm. have to pursue it. And then you have to guard it because peace, like that's one thing. That's one resource that is if you have that, you have everything. Amen. If you have peace, man, you have everything. Because I, it, it just shocks me that people, I mean, these people have buku money. Like they have so mm-hmm. much money and so much assets, so many things. But yet in their hearts, there's no peace. And I think that also um, fuels me and to continue doing what I'm doing. Because you don't know what this podcast or you don't know what your line is doing for people it could have been the only hope that they've had you know mm. in that moment like they might have said they wanted to take their life that day and just seeing your line they were like yo like this is beautiful he brings me hope or like dang listen to this podcast and listening to Natasha speak about her story it gives me encouragement and I think one thing now that's coming to my mind is that you know in in times of disappointment um it's even though it's so painful and I understand completely because I know everybody here has been hearing about what has happened to me in regards to my dreams and all those things but it may be just a redirection just like how you were saying you know you were so disappointed but you gained so much from that so you're not gonna have to walk in that type of disappointment because oh I was quote-unquote prideful or these things no it's like you know what maybe God is just teaching you a lesson as we like to say yeah. <laughs> even though we wouldn't go through the lesson again i'm not telling y'all <laughs> to be like oh i would do it all over again no no that's, that's not what we're talking about now but yeah, i'm just saying because some people i didn't heard some things You're like yeah i flunked out of this but i would do it all over again okay you do that mm-hmm. but, <laughs> but yeah like just that you know this time right now is it's it's a repair phase it's a repairing season and it's not forever it's building something exactly yep sorry i had to go on a little soapbox there but i was like i feel like i should say this to really encourage you you who are listening you know so i kind of want to ask you a little bit more about your business
1: How would you describe your aesthetic? Okay, well, my aesthetic—it's bold, innovative, trendy, of course, modest, um, and classic. Mm -hmm. Oh, I make sure that, and that's a part of how I dress. Period. (laughs) You know, um, you know, I always get compliments of you know how I put things together and how I, you know, my styling my styling choices so you know i make sure i incorporate those same um ideals into my brand so um that's basically like the full gist of of tashi my whole aesthetic
0: and awesome and yeah you can definitely see that um on if you look at her instagram you can definitely see um especially the classic she classy she a classy lady thank you (laughs) (laughs) so for anyone who's trying to pursue business especially in fashion um what is one key like skill or mindset or tool that you think that somebody needs to have to be successful
1: okay Uh, the key mindset that they should have is to know that success does not happen overnight you need patience Mm -hmm. in order to attain longevity in business and to have a successful one at that.
0: Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, what is kind of one thing that you picked up? Like, let's say like a, a very practical skill that you picked up, especially when you either were going through those different businesses, like kind of preparing you to own your own or that you've seen, like as you're owning your own. So like maybe, I don't know, balancing checkbooks or, what you know, any skill. What is one like thing that you're like, as a business owner, you have to have?
1: Um, of course, competence, <laughs> you know, you have to be competent in the area, um, that you're managing. Mm-hmm. So you, you need to know certain things. And if you don't know certain things, you need to hire people True. Do. <laughs> or go, or go to go to school because owning your own business, you know, like a lot of people, they fail at owning their own business because they weren't competent enough to to handle certain things and they didn't know certain things so it's like you know with all those things like it it just made them fail because they didn't they didn't have the resources or they didn't have the ability to hire anybody to cultivate that so you definitely need to be confident and to know like okay if i need help then i have to ask for it Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm.
0: okay and if you had one seed to plant what would it be
1: one seed our plan is to make god the ceo of your life yeah to make him the ceo of your life you need to put him first in everything so he can orchestrate your whole life and your whole business like he you have to put him first because he's going to show you what to do from a b c d e f g and even though it doesn't make any sense god is god <laughs> you know, like even better than you do so you have to make him the ceo of your life and you have to let go you need uh, to let go so he can so he can be able to to orchestrate all those things in your life yeah mm, that letting go yes oh. you need to <laughs> It's very imperative. Mm-hmm. so we need to do that. True.
0: And are there any resources that you recommend, such as books, podcasts, apps, anything? And then tell us uh, where we can connect with you and where we can find your line.
1: Well, for the podcast, I'll definitely recommend The Planter. Ew. Pardon To <laughs> her girlfriend or boyfriend's. Whoever's listening, <laughs> you need to subscribe to her. Thank you. Um, definitely. Um, for books, I will suggest um, business-related. The uh, Miss Jessie's Creating a Successful Business from Scratch Naturally. Oh, that, they have a book? Yeah, um, Miko Branch. She had created that book. And um, it that book really helped me. And I liked how she, she gave um, their whole back-end story the whole grassroots story and, um, how they, um, help to, to, um, build their brand and company. So, um, definitely mm-hmm. I, I referred that book for business mm-hmm. and for other things as well. Um, lifestyle and, um, and faith for, um, another book I would recommend is the Visible chameleon by Michelle a Smith. It's about like shifting your mindset, um, in in certain environments and areas, despite how you feel, you know, like just push yourself to become this person despite your circumstances. So um, I felt that that, and it was a very, very easy read. It's only like what, hundred pages. So I felt that that book really helped me out a lot with shifting my mindset um, regarding certain, certain circumstances and um, obstacles that I may face in life. And then um, I will recommend The You're Late Again God by Karan Phillips. And it's actually like a... It's a book and it's a journal at the same time because she gives you her story of being impatient and trying to... to um, Trying to uh, just accept God's timing for your life. But... Um, you get to journal how you feel at that moment as well. Because she has like um after she gives you her story, she has like pages where you can um she asks you a question like, okay, so how do you feel like when was the time where you felt like you was most impatient and and how do you feel like you can um you can work on that with God's help or something like that. And then there's pages where um you can just like write down how you feel. And, uh, I feel like that book has really, really helped me a lot as well. Okay. So the books that I recommend and, um, where they can find me, you guys can find it for social media. You can find me, um, at, at Tashi Inc, T-A-S-H-E-E-I-N-C on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. So at Tashi Inc on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter And my website is www.tashinc.com. Tashiinc.com. All
0: right. And I will link all of that below in the description notes. Awesome resources. And yeah, thank you so much for sharing your social media. Um, Yeah, guys, go and look at her stuff. It's awesome. And you guys are going to be inspired. So, Natasha, it's been real. It's been fun. I've learned a lot. And I'm so appreciative that you came on the show. So appreciative. Yep. And all right, guys. I will speak to you all on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to The Planter Podcast. If you are absolutely loving the content that The Planter is creating, well, go ahead and subscribe to The Planter on iTunes. For more updates and staying connected with me, you can also subscribe to The Planter at theplanter.com. So that's T-H-E-P-L-A-N-N-T-E-R.com. To become a part of our community, you can find us on Facebook at The Planter Community to stay connected with like-minded individuals who are trying to grow just like you. And you can find The Planter on all social media handles at The Planter. So thank you so much for listening, and I'll speak to you on the next episode.